Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Hi. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm finally cast again. She's alive. And I'm Haley. <laughs> and I'm going to be so busy over the next couple of days sitting at the computer. Yeah. Yeah, Getting but at headaches. least I'm alive now to talk. At least I'm alive now to talk shit for the next however long you think this episode should be for. Well, I had a, like three replacements waiting. I know. I was. Just I waiting. saw the messages. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the messages. I was on my phone like this, going, "Just take it. <laughs> just, just, just take. Oh, better Better let them know I'm not dead yet. But, you know. No, I had you already reach. replaced. I know you had me off it, but you replaced me with just about everybody that we know. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Well, at least I didn't do it behind your back. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You did it in the group chat. It was great. <laughs> so, besides it's a, that, it's been a few weeks. Week. It's been a few weeks. I was going to ask you how was yours because <laughs> my one's going to take most of the episode. Yeah. So my week, I'm in my errors as everyone should be. Like everyone was walking the duck and you know what? I'm in my errors and they're going to stay for a little while. You're in your era uh, errors. This week I'm in my hairless era. So I got laser for the first time. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I haven't done it sooner. Doesn't hurt, right? Doesn't hurt. It took like, I think one arm was 30, like not my, not my arm, but my armpit. One arm was... Mm -hmm. 30 seconds, the other one, same thing. And then, you know, my private areas, uh, no behind, just, just the front part. Uh, that was probably about oh, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, and it didn't hurt. It kind of like I could smell burning hair. When it, is that normal? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I could smell burning hair and then I kind of felt like I smelled like I had burning hair for quite some time. But anyway, I'm in my hairless era. And and then I'm in my beauty era next week, so I'm getting Botox, just purely preventative. I found some more lines. See, look, look at those lines. I found them. Actually, that's a bit of a nasty one. Yeah, right. But it's but but the thing is, because I don't believe that you need it. I don't believe that people. I I believe that the lines are the roadmark, the roadmap to your face, right? Mm-hmm. But you only have the line when you make the line. Exactly. And that's what the Botox yeah. does is it stops you from making that line. Which I mean, what stops have I got? you. I'm actually not bad. No, you're not bad. 
Like this one across is new. Yeah, that's that's a Grand Canyon, mate. So I'm not super impressed about that. So that's no, why you're in your, you're in your Grand Canyon era. Those of you listening, we're just playing with our full headlines. Purely preventative stops you mm-hmm. from making those because I tend to do that a lot, like I, without realizing, I guess. Mm-hmm. So just going to stop from doing that. Get it every three, four months. Hopefully it freezes the aging process. Hopefully. But yes, this is the this is my year of beauty. Next year's my year will be I'm getting my teeth fixed and I'm going to get my boobs done. So I need someone to die for that to happen because I need some money. So I was going to say, do you need a boob transplant? No. But, no. oh, you need someone to die so you can inherit? Yes, correct. You know, you could always put away the savings from not doing Botox. Not going to give me enough. Only every four months and it's like 200 bucks. Is it really? Yes, it's $200 for Botox. Yeah. You, so they go, they go per unit. So right. obviously the older you get, the more units you're going to need. Um, mm-hmm. But when she had a look, she's like, oh, you know, it's $11 a unit and you get like 20 units or something like that, if that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so the whole unit, like the whole $200 just isn't in one go. You keep going back. Like when you do electric, like laser. Like face laser and stuff? No, so, well, it'll cut, like, no, so it's 20 units in one hit. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so that's okay. what she'll use, and it's, like, yeah, 250 bucks or something like that every three, four months. Right. Because I thought that I was going to need it. I thought I was going to need it, mm-hmm. right? Not that I wanted to, but, or anything like that, but remember how we were talking about my mm-hmm. ventriloquist lines? Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of going. They're kind of going. Even the dog agrees. They're yeah, kind he, of going. He agrees. Yeah, because I've actually lost quite a bit of weight over the last couple of weeks. Well, you look. Like, I was going to do a weight update, but we can do that after we talk about your week. I do have some musings. They'll be quick, but we'll talk about your week. No, no, no! Just- please, please, your musings. Please. I was going to say you could spread out your week between the next three episodes in three days. <laughs> I could, but some of them run into each other, I think. <laughs> All right. So my musings. Yeah. Fish didn't work, but I don't know if I didn't fully commit that I wasn't a fish. Hiccuping? Yeah, I told a nurse about it. Yeah. I don't know if, like, I had the hiccups and I was like, I am not a fish. I am not a fish. And they kept coming. So I don't know. I don't know if I was fully committed because I was watching something where they were swimming. So I was right. like, I could be a fish. So I don't think my brain wanted to be fully committed to not being a fish. So maybe that I didn't have the brain power to stop them. Anyway, mm. that was just my thoughts. I'll try it again when I do have hiccups. Fair enough. Um, mine was a lot about words this week. Like my favorite word as okay. a child was gumption. What was your favorite word? As a child, what was my favourite word? Very good question. Um, I think I had one specifically, and if I do, because I'm so old, I don't remember it anymore. And my um, grasp of uh, language in general is not very good. Mm. Not very goodly at all. Well, I um, was walking past my house you know that 
shop that seems to always have sales on and a closing down sale, but they never actually never close. close. Yeah. yeah. And what word I love is haberdashery. Love saying it. Love thinking about mm. it. Love buying it. Haberdashery. Haberdashery. Makes me sound posh. Anyway, I renamed a few things this week. So can I yeah, just yeah. interject for one second? Can I just tell you what my favorite word is now? Yes, go. Yeah. And I learned it as part of my job. Hemorrhoids. Phlebot- okay. Phlebotomist. Oh, the, the blood people? Yeah. Okay. Phlebotomists who practice... Fun. The art of phlebotomy. It's great to say, especially when you get it right, because you sound really smart. But I see, I feel it should be something to do with the bump. Phlebotomy? Yeah. Like it's, you got too much gas? Oh, it's got the phlebotomy. Yeah. 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 Experiencing a bit of the phlebs. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of the phlebs. Mm. Bless the phlebs. Yeah. So, yes, I've renamed a few things. So from now on, cucumbers shall be known as mm-hmm. vegan sausages. Vegan sausages. Yep. Right. Sticky tape. Cute. Sticky yeah. tape will be known as unidirectional bonding strips. Thank you. Unidirectional. <laughs> okay. Petrol, which yep. I've used this a few times now, will be known as transport source. Transport source. Yep. Okay. Uh, cemeteries will be known as dead people gardens. And that's what I've renamed this week. What about dead people villas? Because mm. they have the um, they have the crypts as well. And they could be dead, dead people, people resorts. Yeah, I thought that was like heaven slash the afterlife. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was what that was my musings this week. It was a lot of words. Next, well, sorry, next episode celebrity musings. Celebrity musings. Yes, very celebrity based. Huh. Oh, you you definitely had a lot to do the last couple of weeks, didn't you? I did. I did. Yes, somebody was too busy to film. <laughs> How lazy am I, right? I know. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry about that. Much appreciating your effort, though, gotta say. Been working. Your week. That's great. Any more musings? No, that's it for this week. Okay. So we're going to spread it out over a, <laughs> over a couple of episodes. But um, I, I think the top four or five stories can handle this episode. i got more. Oh, mm-hmm. tons more. Okay. Because um, it wasn't exactly, you know, we need to acknowledge the fact that we haven't been on for three weeks. Yes. Okay. And the reason being was because obviously – I had the surgery. I had the gallbladder removed and everything was okay. I only had to stay the overnight. That was fine. Uh, Got some end one. Tie me over. And usually after a surgery, I, I, I take like two a day and then like after two or three days, I stop and I go, okay, I, I don't need it anymore. And, find out whether or not I need it right mm-hmm. um because sometimes it, it's it's masking nothing and you're just getting that nice little buzz and everything's all fine you don't I mean it's a schedule eight drug like it's it's an opioid it's addictive it's you know and I don't want to be that person 
And so what happened was I got to day three and I was still experiencing pain. So took some more and then ran out. And I thought, okay, what I'll do is I'll get in contact with my GP and get him to give me some more because the pain was just, it was still there. I had no appetite, no nothing leading up to the surgery, no appetite, nothing. And then um, I went to go onto the hot doc app to um, schedule an appointment and he's off until the 26th of April. <laughs> I was like, well, shit. And so I looked around and I still had some Panadine Fort left. Um, so I, I took those and I got to the last two and it was Sunday night and it became really like the pain became very centered and excruciating. And I took two of them and I got my wife to rub my back and I felt a little bit better. I went to sleep that night and, you know, I was on and off sleeping, but I'd been on and off because I still couldn't get comfortable because of the the surgery. Cause I had like four cuts um, with uh, internal stitches and stuff. And um, so we get to the Monday morning and it's about 10 AM and I, the pain started to come back and it was really, really, really bad. And I went, oh, this can't be good. Uh, try and write it out if I can. And I couldn't. And I thought, you know, you know, when you go to those stupid places in your head and you go, I'll have a shower, that'll make it feel better. Mm. And it didn't make it feel better at all. And then I ended up throwing my guts up and it got to about midday. And I said to my mom, well, throw my guts up. I mean, I dry reached for half an hour. And then I ended up ringing up my mom and I said, look, I'm going to the hospital. The wife was here. She had to look after the dogs. And I'm like, I've got to go to the hospital. So we go to the hospital and um, I go to the hospital. Called an Uber. Called an Uber. His name was Albert. I don't know why I remember it. He just, <laughs> his name was Albert. I got in there and it was so bad that they rushed me in straight away and hooked me up to everything and took my bloods and whatnot. And once they ruled out the heart, and they looked at everything and they looked at my bloods and whatnot. They started to become very, very concerned. And I ended up um, having to stay in the emergency department of Northern Beaches Hospital for 20 hours before they admitted me to a room. 20 hours in ED. Okay. So two things in particular happened. Okay. So I'm laying in the bed, minding my own business. I got the morph and I've got the end one going at the same time. They're coming over every, like quite a lot to check to see if I was okay. Cause I just, I was not well, but next to me in the bed, obviously with the um, petition between us is old love. Who's 92 years old. God love her. I, I, I will never <laughs> forget this story for as long as I live. Right. She's 92. So they've brought her in and, you know, when the nurse and the doctors come in and they start asking the questions like, are you a smoker? Are you this? Say that, right? So they get to, are you a drinker? Do you drink? And she says to me, yes, yes, I do. So she said to, not to me, to the doctor mm -hmm. or the nurse, yes, yes, I do. And they said to her, oh, good. okay. And how many do you drink? And I am not exaggerating when I do this. All right. This is exactly how it happened. It's not the morphine in the end one, like recollection. This actually happened. 
She said, how many do you drink? And she said, I drink two bottles of gin per week, just like the Queen Mother. <laughs> and I, I, I lost it. <laughs> I was piercing myself laughing. And so she finished with her. But the whole time I'm doing the math in my head. As a non-drinker, it took me a while to figure it out. And so when the so when the woman, because there were two women in there with her, and one came around in to talk to me. So I don't know which one was actually doing the whole conversation with her. And so they started to ask me the same questions. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a drinker. And I said to her, I said, um, you know the lady in the thing next to me? And she goes, yeah. And I went, is that two standard bottles or was that two hip flasks? And she goes, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't think to ask that. So she goes back and she says to her, she says, oh, whatever her name was, I can't remember. Um, is that a standard bottle of drink or is that a hip flask? And she goes, it's a standard bottle of gin. So I went, oh, because there's 750 mils. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it Bombay so Sapphire? She- what is it? Tito's? Is that a gin? Oh, name? it was Gordon's. Gordon's? Okay. Yep. Because she said to her, oh, which gin was it? And she goes, Gordon's. <laughs> I'm obviously just like the Queen Mother. I don't know. <laughs> so she comes back in and I, so I heard it and I said to her, I said, that's 750 mils. And she goes, yeah. And I said, that's 1.5 litres of gin per week. And she went, yeah. And I went, that's about eight drinks a day. Yeah. I'd have to, seven, seven drinks a day. I'd have to right? sit down and do the math. But yeah. Because yeah. if you work it out, right, a nip is about 30 mils. Mm. So 30 into 1.5 litres is 50. I think she's having like a 60 mil nip with ice i think <laughs> right but when you work it out it works out to i i, I can't oh it's exactly a lot the math. like you're it's a like seven or you're a functioning eight. alcoholic at this point <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and she said she's going well she's doing pretty good for 92 and i went because she's pickled yeah pickled yeah she's pickled i'm the one having liver problems and she's the one drinking for them <laughs> what because the, the whole thing was i and we'll get further into it. Um, I had very, very significant liver issues um, as, I, as, as a, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Complication of the surgery. So, um, so that was that. And I, I was fine. And I was the youngest person in the ED for the entire 20 hours by about 35 years. <laughs> And I was stationed, my bed was directly where the nurses and doctors all sit. And I had lovely doctors and lovely nurses and all of that. But next to me on the other side was Ray. Ray was about 75, 80. And he had dementia, bless his heart. And he'd been very physical when he first came in. I wasn't here for that. I wasn't there for that, but he was, he was very physical. He had an altercation with, uh, another, uh, patient, uh, and he'd had an altercation with some of the staff. Okay. Which is not okay. It's not okay, but he's got advanced, he's got dementia. Yes. Which they tend to go quite violent in their ladies. Quite violent. Yeah. So he's in the bed next to me. All right. They want to feed him. Doesn't want to eat. He's decided that uh, he's just going to piss in any bottle he can find and does that. And that's fine. And I can hear the whole thing going on. 
And I'm laying there, fucking dripped up, got the morph going, got the endone going, got all of this. I can't move because I'm hooked. Can't mm-hmm. do anything. They ended up having to get a security guard and the security guard had to go to the bathroom. That's not the security guard's fault. So, but they, what they did was they replaced him with a nurse. So there was someone there and he's gone, I've got to take a piss. And she's going, we'll get you a bottle. And he's going, I, I don't want to piss in the bottle. I want to piss in the toilet like a man. Fair call. And she says, okay. So she gets him up and starts to walk him. And so they had most of my curtain closed, but I could see to my right-hand side out. And there was probably a gap of about a foot. And um, I heard this noise and I looked up and there's good old Ray just pissing up against the wall. Yeah. He's got dementia. Okay. Yeah, I know. Just people are gross. So the other nurses try to get him to come back and the doctors try to get get him to come back. And then he decided that my section, my bed was where he wanted to go. (laughs) So he opens up the curtain. (laughs) I'm laying there with the drip in my arm going, I can't move. (laughs) Fuck off, Ray. They're trying to not physically detain him. Because they don't want him to age. Or just agitate, yeah. Right? So I'm laying there and I've done this. I've gone, don't even fucking think about it, Ray. (laughs) And he has decided he wants to push past the nurses and grabs onto the end of my bed. He tries to get into bed with me because he (laughs) thinks that my bed is the toilet. (laughs) He goes, I just want to take a piss. (laughs) And I'm going, Ray, don't do it, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holding on to the, pot, the IV pole thinking I'm going to have to do a runner and they're going no come on Ray come on Ray come on Ray so security guards come back by then can see everything that's going on they've managed to the, the guy has the security guard has grabbed his hand and actually managed to reef it off my bed and he's going I just want to go to go for a piss and security guards going come on I'll take you for a piss and the nurse is going you don't understand he just did it and they all turned around to the wall and there's just like this wet patch on the wall <laughs> So someone's come to clean it up and everything. And so then um, because I was there for 20 hours and I wanted to sleep, I had to try to fall asleep, but I'm next to Ray. So every time I just managed to drift off, that's when Ray decides that he wants to yell the place down. And it was almost every two hours on the mark. I'd be like, okay, everything's all nice and quiet now. You can go to sleep. And I'd start to close my eyes and I'd just, you know, when you go into that really drifty la-la land. Yeah. And I hear this, what the fuck do you think you're fucking doing to the security guard? <laughs> I was just like laying there going, shit, <laughs> raise awake and so am I. <laughs> so they eventually uh, got a bed for me and I was taken up to the lovely ward 5C in bed seven. And um, that's where I got to spend the next eight days. Eight, eight whole days. Just in my trying not to die era, <laughs> getting uh, pumped through up to the eyeballs with um, endone and two specific kind of antibiotics that can only be administered in hospital. And um, yeah, I mean, I've got more stories and I'm saving them. Because mm-hmm. we've got a we've got a couple of episodes to cover, but that was uh, Cass in uh, hospital part one. 
<laughs> we're, in, we're in season one. Can't wait for episode two. Yeah, but um, I'll just finish it off. I, I'm I'm still very, very tired and very weak. Uh, but I'm going to be okay now. It was very scary, but um, I think the doctor actually said the fact that I didn't drink helped Fair enough. because it was, because it was a liver issue. Right. Uh, the fact, the fact that I didn't drink at all, didn't add to the complication. Okay. Yeah. So um, that was my week. So I want to move on. I want to move on to what's bursting our pancreas. I'm going to go first because I feel like I know Kenya. what yours is and I want to go first because mine's light. I feel yours okay, is heavy. Okay, hang on a second. You feel mine is heavy? Yeah. Oh, my pancreas. All right. So, okay. so what, what bursts your pancreas? This week I went ridiculous with the clothes but like I said weight update quick weight update I'm under just under 80 kilos I'm in a size 12 so I've gone from about a size 20 24 to 26 obviously depending on the brands um to a size 12 and people are like oh don't buy clothes till you get you know to your goal weight and I'm like but I need clothes. I look like I'm homeless because all my clothes are down to my knees because my stomach would stop them, but now it does not. So it just goes down to my knees. I know first world problems. So I was like, you know what? I need to find a few bits and pieces. I got a few events coming up. So I was like, all right, I'll go have a shop in Wollongong. I got a couple of hours. So I was having a look at different stores and I went, couldn't find anything, like, I wasn't looking for anything in particular, but if I saw it, I'd be like, yes, I want that. So I went in, I went into a few stores. I pretty much just walked around every store being like, no, not for me. No, not for me. And then I got to H&M. What is it? What's H&M? It's very confusing. Are they slutty? Are they businessy? Are they for kids? Because there's shit everywhere. I don't understand it. This is my pancreas. Can't I just walk into a store where it's like pants are on the left, shirts are next to them, then we go to jackets, then we go to maybe skirts, then we go to dresses, just in one section. Like I feel like I was walking in zigzags trying to find an entire outfit, like pants, whatever. It was very confusing. It gave me sensory overload. Funny enough, went into JJ's, found exactly what I wanted. I want a couple pair of jeans. I bought heaps of stuff from the clearance rack. Um, it was just cute little, like I bought a friend's shirt. Um, haven't really had the, like, because they're quite tight. So I haven't really had the confidence to wear tight t-shirts. Um, found a cute, like cute little sort of, um, stranger things kind of themed. I bought, I'm in my matching tracksuit era. So Mm -hmm. I bought a matching tracksuit. It was great. Yep. But yeah, that's like, why can't they just, just be normal. Like, I don't care if it looks pretty. I just want to find the clothes that I want to find. That's why JJ's is fun because it's like jeans are here, shirts are here, tracksuits are on the table. Like, there's no surprises. Who should be like that? Yeah, I don't know what it is. What is it? Why do people do this? I don't know. But 
it's one of the things that I kind of, God, I'm going to sound bougie when I say this. I, really, I go to Warringah Mall mm-hmm. um, and they have, I can't remember if it's Maya or David Jones. Does David Jones even exist anymore? It does. There's one in right. Wollongong. It's right. probably but, Maya. But I'm, I'm going to say it, it's um, one of the reasons why I kind of like going through, even if I don't buy anything, David Jones and Maya because they, they kind of sort of don't do it. What they do is they go by brand. Yes, they do, which I used to work in Maya and it was and it by works. brand and it works because even if it's in brand, it's still shirts are here, pants are here, exactly. whatever you need. And it's in that brand. And it's because I guess it works like that because you get to a certain age and you know what style you like. Whereas I'm at the yeah. age now where I need to change my style because my style before was I'm fat, I want to hide it. Now it's, I want to wear skin tight stuff. Yeah, I have a little bit of a belly, but I'm going to have that. It's it's just a mum thing. Like, I get over it. You got two kids, mate. Yeah. So I don't care about that. I'll wear two pairs of Spanx. I'll be uncomfortable. I won't be able to pee all night, but I don't care. I look good. So, and that's how I want to dress. But it's like, it's really hard to go into a store like H&M and not be able to find an entire outfit because everything's everywhere. What are they? I didn't I'd look. They were like cheap and expensive. They were. It was very confusing. Because mm. I'm in the phase of yeah, I want to. Because I still got more to go. I'm one nineteen point seven. Under that twenty. I broke it. I finally broke it. Thank you, nearly dying. <laughs> Pretty much what it came down to. Nil to mouth um, for eight days. Yeah, nil by mouth for a long, long time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I've finally broken it and I have actually gone from a nine XL, but you know, I always wore my clothes loose anyway. Correct. But we but do it was like, as bigger. Yeah. But it was an eight or a nine XL down to, I am a slightly tighter XL. I sit on two XL cause I actually like clothing loose cause yeah. I don't like anything that feels restrictive. Never have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I mean, what have I lost? Like eight clothing sizes. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like yeah. literally if I lose another, um, doing, I'm doing quick math. If I lose another 14 kilos, I'll be half the size I was. Literally half, which I don't want to lose that much. Cause I feel like that'll make me look really sick, but I've got another month and a bit to go until I'm at my one year. I've started back at the gym. So hopefully that starts to tone me up a little bit and I will do a body scan to get my mass. But anyway, back to my pancreas. Sweet shit out H&M. Yeah. Fucking, I don't understand. I don't get it. Don't bother. Don't bother. So it's Half not. Shit, this shit anyway. Yeah. It's not my style of clothing. I won't be going in there again. I tried it. No, I'm going to stick to JJ's and I'm actually going to have a look at Just Jeans. I spent a lot of money in JJ's, so I had to leave. I've already bought two more sets of things coming. I had a package. I've basically spent over $700 on just clothes in the last week or two, but I, I need it. I don't have any clothes. But yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, that's my pancreas. What's yours? I think I know. Go. Well, just let me just preface this by saying that. 
pancreas had a bit of a workout <laughs> during my hospital era because <laughs> it was all around the same thing. So I tried not to let it burst as much as it probably should have. I mean, Ray should have sent me right over the edge, but he, I was in my morphine end one era. <laughs> so I was really caring. <laughs> Where do you start? Where do you start with this pancreas? Because you know exactly what I'm going to talk about, right? Yeah. I, 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 I don't even know where to start. You know what? Run down the situation. Okay. So a very, very good friend of ours, we will not name names. Nope. Okay. So a very, very good friend of ours uh, said that they weren't feeling very well today um, based on news. Um, I asked what it was, but I had a fair idea on what the news was going to be. I didn't and know the way that they said it was maybe I got news or died. I read news. So yeah. I didn't know if like it was in the news or they got personal news. That's what yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah. I, I had a feeling that that's what it was about, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> there was an article in uh, 10 News First Melbourne, uh, which was shared on social media today. That's how I had a fair idea. And it says, children's drag event cancelled over threatening messages. A colouring event hosted by drag queens at a local Bayside cafe was forced to cancel after it was swamped with threatening messages. The Chelsea Rebel Cafe did not go ahead and we're fucking calling them out because that's just grow a fucking set. The Chelsea Rebel Cafe did not go ahead with the Easter-themed event after a string of online messages left the owner concerned for the drag performer's safety. I get that bit. Yeah. I do. But you, it, that, some security. Actually, the whole argument could go either way. Heightened security. Exactly. Yeah. Anti-drug activists, sorry, anti-drug, anti-drag activists claimed they tried to find license numbers and addresses of the performers through Vic Rhodes' registration database. The cafe regularly hosts nighttime drag queen events for adults, but organize the Easter event at the request of their customers. Where do you start? Where do you start? Like, I understand. I understand why the cafe wanted to cancel it. I get it. Like, oh, you know what? Because it's a safety thing. It's a safety concern a, for the There's kids. children and there's drag performers. And I'm not saying exactly. that people were going to target the children, but they could have been caught in the crossfire and you never know with exactly. crazy people. Like, and that's why I said the argument can go either way for the cafe. And that's, that's fine. What I'm saying when I say, where do you start with this is the fucking idiots who are making these threats. They are threatening the safety of our friends. And now they're talking about stalking them. Finding out their license and like their license numbers and 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 whatnot to be able to find out their residences, hmm. their residencies. They, to I can't even suck. I can't even speak English properly. I'm so incensed by all of this. Uh, we have personally threatened to go down and uh, become bodyguards and key cars mm -hmm. slash fucking tires, and I'll smash a face or two in if I have to. Uh, I'm not threatening violence because. I don't want to be held accountable for anything. No, but I'm saying I will I will smack a face in if someone decides they want to smack mine in first. Look, I know I'm almost That's half my saying. size, but I will sit on people. It'll still hurt. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. It's just, 
Yeah, it just, it broke my heart because this friend in particular is now scared. Scared to do their job. Yeah. Uh, it's concerned for their safety in their own home now. They're concerned for their safety in their own home. And the other thing is they're that not doing anything. The people need to understand about drag is that it is not easy. So 99% of drag queens absolutely love their job because you have to. You have to love that job to do that job. I'm sorry, but you got to love a job where you got to tuck your penis up into your butthole. Like right. how many people can say they do that for fun? No. They love <laughs> well, yeah. kink so shaming. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kink shaming. You do you. No. <laughs> um, but it's when they want to spread awareness to kids, like I wish that there was something around here that would do that. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get onto that. I know some cafe owners and I know some drag queens uh, that would love to do that. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to get on that. <laughs> watch but the thing is this this whole cafe thing with the drag hour coloring and thing it was at the request of customers Mm -hmm. it wasn't like they just went let's put on an event and i'm sorry but they weren't forcing children to go down like their parents were like hey let's do something super fun with drag queens like Mm -hmm. they weren't dragging kids down in handcuffs being like draw with these queens no they like their parents were allowing it to happen and here's the thing this is what's happening ben de la creme was on msnbc and ben de la creme said something that resonated me with resonated with me so well and she said it so succinctly it was really hard for anybody to put up an argument okay Mm. she said what is happening is with the politicians and now these fucking idiots in melbourne they are telling you how to parent. Mm. They're making the decision for you. They're also attempting to commit a crime. Yeah, but they're making the decision for you. Mm. They're, they're, what they're saying is that you can't parent well enough to decide whether or not your children go to this. They're going to make the decision for you. That's what they're doing. That's what these politicians in the US are doing and that's what these idiots here are doing. They're not allowing you to make the decision for yourself on what is best for your child. They're saying we're making this the decision. This is a complete handmaid's tale thing bullshit going on. We're telling you how you should do things. We're telling you how to parent. That's what they're doing. Mm. What they're fearful of is if people are free thinking and go, fuck you, I'll do it myself. They become irrelevant. And the moment they become irrelevant, they don't exist anymore. The bullies don't exist. Mm -hmm. But because they're doing this with a children's event, obviously something needs to be done and something needs to happen because there is the safety of the performers and there is the safety of the children. But it won't stop at this Easter colouring in event. It will continue on to further events. Because they won. They let well, them win. But they, this, was I, a, this was a battle. You have to choose your battle when it comes oh, of course, to this. Of course. But I'm saying they let them win this one. So yeah. 
they're just going to so, continue and it's probably going to get worse and my concern is just for their general well-being right now when nothing has happened because i'm telling you now if it was me i would be scared i'd be scared to go to my next gig but we're talking about fucking assholes who are now threatening the privacy mm. of the person. You know, you can't sit down and, you know, kick back and watch Untucked or anything like that. You know, there's a chance some fucking 25-year-old neo-Nazi fucking idiot who doesn't even have the balls to show his face, you know, comes bashing down the door and starts fucking gay bashing in and all that you stuff. You know, like, if they put half the effort into fucking finding actual pedophiles and groomers, we wouldn't have any of them left. Stalk right? those ass faces instead. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're but on this is all lack of education. Oh, this of is course. all lack of, like, all of this is lack of education. And it is resonated in the American education system, for one. Mm-hmm. They only mm-hmm. learn about themselves in history. They don't learn about anything else. You have to specially go to different classes for that. Mm-hmm. And even then, because there's such a vast history of American history, like it's huge, they only learn about themselves. And mm-hmm. the education system here is outdated as well. Like why are we teaching kids, I don't know, I can't think of an example right now, but stuff that they're not going to use. Teach me how to do my taxes. Teach me how to write a resume. Teach me how to do a cover letter. Stuff that is, teach me how to vote. When you don't educate, you bring up ignorant children. Mm-hmm. Education is super important and the right education. It's just bursting my pancreas because it's affecting our friends. Mm-hmm. And now it's affecting our friends in our backyard. You know, we're I, so isolated down here hmm. that you just go, ah, it's happening up north. Who gives a shit? Well, it's in our backyard now. Yeah. And I I already had the shits about this, but the fact that it's in our backyard and it's affecting our friends. And their mental and health. It, their mental health. And when I say our friends, they're like family to us now. Like we have group chats with them. And I just... It breaks my heart. It, it it really does. These people who are doing the things that they love, um, and they just, God, they just want to just leave them alone. They just want to spread joy. See it. Going to a drag show makes me happy. Exactly. It makes watching, me happy watching drag shows. Watching anything to do with drag, which I'm, I may have, I I I bought binge myself. If anyone's listening and I'm watching Trixie Motel, <laughs> I have not commandeered anybody's password for this purposes. She, she has not commandeered mine at all. No, I did not create my own profile on someone else's. I, I've i been in hospital. Yeah. Don't, I couldn't don't, have done that. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no idea. Oh, segue. Okay. Pancreas bursted. Meh. <laughs> Bursted. Can we talk about Drag Race? Because I've been dying to talk about it. Dying. Let's do it. All right. We're going to talk about the Rusical. I know we're a couple of weeks late, but we're going we're gonna to make up for it. We promise. Let's go through the Rusical. So, 
we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, so we say goodbye to Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in the previous. Because of Lucy DeLuca's stupid song. <laughs> Bye, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I love Selena's confessional where she's like, she should have gone home sure enough. Can we just talk about Mistress's errors? I wrote them all down. Sure. So she's in her angel error. Yep. She's end of her congenial era and entering yep. her chaotic era. Uh, yes. Selena wants her to be in her skinny era. Yes. Shady. Um, yeah. I think that was all the errors that I had written. What was written that? Down. Bitch, when are you going to get into your skinny era? <laughs> <laughs> I love Selena, I think, is going to do quite well. Like Karcher and Trixie's confessionals were always the funniest. And yeah. they've done so well since RuPaul's. So I think Selena's going to actually do really well just because of how funny she is. <laughs> Free <ready! laughs> She's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, and sorry. Mistress is out of her emotional era. Right. Yes, because people were crying and she's like, I'm out of my emotional era. <laughs> emotional era, yeah. Um. She told Lucy to stop crying. Again, what a surprise. Lucy cries again. Mm-hmm. So how did you feel about the musical Wig Loose? I actually thought it was okay. I thought it was good. I applaud uh, the luminous Sasha Colby for taking the role that was male. Mm-hmm. Carl. Clark. Carl. Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, where it turns out that Sasha Colby, whether she be dressed as a male or a female, is hot. <laughs> I love that. I think Carl's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was cute. It was kind of like a protest musical. Like it was very sort of. fitting. There was. There was no bad performer. Uh, forgettable was Lux. I didn't. Yeah, but I said there was no bad performer. No, no, no. I didn't think there was a bad performer. Forgettable is totally different. It was fucking Lux. Yeah. Bitch just won't go. Oh, and how is she like, well, I gave Lucy the role. Like it was hers. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I honestly thought Lucy did good. I liked it. Lucy actually was very, very good. I don't know why this very, very good. Like Lucy got into it. Yeah, I don't. I thought Mistress should have won though. No, I agree with the winner. Who was the winner again? It was Anitra. Again, wasn't it? I thought it was Sasha. Mm-mm. No, no. It was Anitra because she, no, she did the lipstick as the mother that really resonated with everybody. Sorry, Anitra won as Mama Bacon. There it is there. So, yes, I liked that, but I think that Preacher Teacher was a very good character. Like, I think Mistress played that really well, and I think that it should have been a joint win between Anitra and Mistress. I think they both should have won that. 
that's just me, not a judge. Um, I didn't, I don't think, so I don't think that Lucy should have lip synced. I think Lux should have lip synced. Yep. Lucy was up the front. She did very well. She knew her lines. Yep. And she was getting into it. Yeah. and Because she even knew herself. She even knew, she even said herself before we saw the risical part, she goes, I really went for this role, so I'm really going to have to go for this role. Yeah. Um, and she did, she actually did really good. I don't see how she was in the bottom. I don't get it. Probably the runway. Look, the runway wasn't great. It wasn't glove-tacular. No. Neither was Selena's. But neither was Lux, though. No, I fucking hated it. It A denim jacket. No, no. Bad. No, it was fly girl pants, like black, like black fly girl pants with, like, red rope on it or something, a white shirt, and her arms were in fucking cast with the same wig. That mistress wore when she came out as Destiny's Child on one of those dummies that was on her shoulder. It's the same wig. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, so I think that Lux, her outfit was shit. She should have been in the bottom. Her performance mm-hmm. was forgettable. And I don't know why they kept it. Like, they kept her. I don't, I don't get it. But can I say that running up that hill is my favorite song it's uh the theme song to stranger things that's when i was first introduced to this song and i fucking love it gives me goosebumps every time i listen to it can't listen to it after i shave my legs because they just sprout back up again love it love kate bush love that song i grew up in the kate bush era yeah i grew up in the kate bush era yeah you're old so i've known that song for a very very long time very hard to lip sync to, might I add. It's a very hard song to lip sync to. First glove reveal, mind you, that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Where Selena Estet is revealed another glove <laughs> underneath her gloves. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like uh, Selena, you'd been in the bottom a few times. You knew you were going home. I think if she lip synced against Lux, she still would have gone home. So Lux still would have been there. Yep. But I think Lucy yeah. shouldn't have been in the bottom. No, I agree. Um, but my favourite of the night was <laughs> Sasha Colby's baseball glove outfit. Yeah, we get it. It's a Sasha Colby meet and greet. I get it. Mm-hmm. Also, it's I'm going to mention Untucked um, when Selena was like, why'd you say my name? Like, just like, <gasps> oh. That was that episode, right? Yeah. Where um, where fucking Lux decided to name every single one on there. Correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. Like, what, you know, is she there, gunning there, for a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? Like, fuck yeah, off. Yeah, she was like, oh, everyone brings something unique except uh. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I picked Lucy. <laughs> it's like, Lucy's basic. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think Lucy is basic at all. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But like, I laughed because when she got to like the third one, I went, she's name checking everybody. Yeah. I think uh, like, like I caught a glance of um, Ross Matthews. He's kind of like, 
<laughs> yeah, but he was li- he was living yeah. for it. Yeah, I loved it. The end of it too. Loved it. But see, the thing the the thing was like everyone had their thing. Uh, Anitra just said a name, didn't give a reason, just went blah blah blah. Yeah. And um, but the one that got me was Mistress, who had the most realistic answer. Sasha, she's my yeah. competition. I'm not going. I'm not giving you some pissy reason. My reason is right over there. That's the reason why I'm not going to get the crown and I need her gone. Yeah, exactly. I totally respect that. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed when Selena left, she had a a bag on. Did you see the bag? No. She had like a side, she had a side satchel and the satchel was actually a massive That's fish. A bag. It was a big glittery was fish. Was it? Yeah, it was actually really cool. Um, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, she, it was in Untucked, like when she was leaving and packing up her stuff and reading the notes. She had a big satchel on it. It was a big, big salmon trout. I didn't notice. Looking thing. Um, I didn't notice until I watched it a second time. I didn't notice. Because um, it was flat. Didn't have anything in Gotta it. Got to miss her confessionals. I know. Got to miss her confessionals, though. I know. She had the best confessionals. She did. She did have very good confessionals. Um... So, yeah, so we mm-hmm. said goodbye to Selena as Teres, which I liked her from the start and she grew on. And then she did the dodgy mirror message. Oh, yeah, but that's in the next episode. They reveal that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying she did mm-hmm. the dodgy. Yeah, she did the shady. I, but I read it when she was writing it. Right, right. You right. read it when they write it. Yeah, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bye, Selena. Bye, Selena. You're gonna go far. You're gonna. You're funny. You. You. You'll be right. Thirteen. Teacher makeovers. Teacher makeovers. Lux, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. I just have to. I'm just bursting it out right now. This was Lux, not. This was Lux not my did favorite not even episode. To, no, but Lux didn't even bother to fucking find out the teacher's name. I don't think. <sighs> I know I'm going straight to the good stuff. We can get to the other stuff, but mm. Lux. Fucking got the head turned away, cutting the fabric, not even fucking paying attention to it. Oh, you mean I've got to actually dress somebody? Are you fucking serious? She should have been gone just for that. Just for and that. And can we say that the Rude cross, dick. the cross halter? Fucking. That, although she did make her uh, teacher look like J. Cool, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. I think that was by accident. Un- unintentional, exactly. Yeah, like it yeah. was. Anyway, I want to talk about the mini challenge. So I got yeah. funniest mistress, smartest Lucy, shadiest mistress, hairiest mistress, steal things, mistress, mistress, steal your man, Sasha, Sasha. sugar daddy, Lux, mm-hmm. queen going home, Lucy, and then Lucy obviously won. Yeah, well, she wasn't stupid. She voted for herself. She knew. She, that she we're knew. Vote she, for her. Yeah, she knew. She knew. Um, yeah. Oh, well, we did talk about Salty Selena's message on the board, um, which was yes, like, I, I got what I deserved. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, lo- I do and love then, her exit, though. I was like, you sure? <laughs> yeah. But then she also called out Ross Matthews at a club gig. Thing. And said, said some not nice things about him or to him about him and use the uh, notorious fag word mm. i believe mm. she's gonna get cancelled well they're really allowed to call each other that well they're not allowed but they do but uh 
wasn't exactly wasn't a winning move. Not a smart move if you want to do all stars. Yeah. Pissed I think she's the... uh just given all stars the uh... I think it's gonna happen now. Well, in saying that though RuPaul likes to But anyway. But anyway. Yeah. So they had to make over some school teachers and uh, so Lucy won the challenge and has decided that we now count mini challenges in our challenge, in our wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're asking how many they won and Lucy was like, I've had two main wins and three mini challenge wins. And even Anitra was like, are we counting those now? <laughs> I fucking love Anitra. She's actually like She's the secret best. shady one. <laughs> she's like are we we counting those now but like unintentional shady like she doesn't mean to be but she says something you're like oh that's shady exactly how she sees it she says it it's great Mm. um and so lucy got to assign the teachers and lux had the shits lux had the shits that lucy assigned the only african-american teacher to incidentally Another person of color. Also, what did you expect, Lux? You fucking called a generic last episode. You're fucking lucky you didn't get a dog. Exactly. But that, but the thing was, she's going, but I'm like the only African-American here and she's African-American. Sasha is a native Hawaiian. Yeah. Although, Sasha is a person would, of color. I would help. Lux out over Sasha only because Sasha's my competition. <laughs> but you know what? I like Sasha's such a great person. I'd feel so shady giving her someone that wouldn't benefit her and then giving Lux someone who would. Lux can't yeah. paint for shit. She can't even paint her own face, let alone someone else's. I, I, I still got a problem with that fucking Jesus Christ cross on the fucking bottom yeah, of the no, nose. I can't. I can't with it. No. Nope. I can't. No. Nope. Nope. But we saw that um, Sasha uh, connected with her teacher straight away. Sasha um, could connect with a mango. Like, honestly, she's the nicest person on earth. Uh-huh. And then I actually um, found Sasha an episode for of. President. Sasha for president. Sasha for president. Um, what, what I kept, what I couldn't get over, I just kept, like, I kept yelling at the TV. But Sasha's a person of color too. <laughs> yeah, I was I was the same. I was like, shut up, Lux. Like seriously. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. If you're any if you're as good as you think you are and you say you are, shouldn't matter the color of the skin. And then I don't understand how Lux wasn't clocked for this swimwear swimwear look. Mm-hmm. Um while her her uh, teacher was not wearing anything resortish, like similar, and no. And then, like, she tried to put blue in her eyeshadow, and there's no blue. Like, it should have been a blue lining somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I will say that the lip sync for your life with the teachers was so funny. It was yeah, so it was cute. Great. And when they were bump, and when they were bumping into each other, and like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was very 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 cute. Anitra, it was good. Uh, one which yes, she did totally agree. Yep. 
Um, which puts her on how many wins now? Because she won last Three. week. Three? Three. Wow, well, okay. Um, yep. So. She's tied. In the, in this episode now, she ties with Sasha, both okay. on three. The lip sync between the bottom two, which was Lux and Lucy. I watched this again. It was a, just... it was a double eviction. I watched this again. It was a double eviction. I have no words. It was shit. I have no Lux words. Lux overdanced it. Lux overdanced it because she didn't know the words. You listen to the song. Yeah, but she overdanced it. Like she she did not connect with the song in any way, shape, or form. They no. both should have gone. That should have been the double elimination. But it's not it's not a dance dance revolution, Matt. It's a fucking lip sync. If you do not know the words and the other person knows the words, they should win over you. Correct. I don't care about your track record. You need to know the words. What that tells me is that Lux was so confident that she was going to like be in the top or be safe that she didn't bother to learn the words. Hmm. So they both should have gone yep. or kept Lucy because I actually kind of like Lucy. If she just, oh, she, it's too late now because obviously she's gone. But if she just she was, shut up, she was getting there. She was just so in her head of, I need to be perfect. I need to win every challenge. I need to, and like, just, just shut up. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like if she just worried about, not even worried. If she just focused on what she needs to do next, what, what's happening? Not, oh, I should have won that. Oh, how did I not win that? How was I not in the top? Like Lucy, Susan, Lucci. Mm-hmm. Now you're out because you just over, over thought everything. Yeah. The lip sync for top five was fucking shit. If they had have done the double elimination, then we would have had a top three and we would have been over one episode earlier and I would have been okay with that. Exactly. It's gone on for ages now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I this would is say, RuPaul's to say drag race. This is RuPaul's Drag Race six-month era. I would say that I would never watch this season again. I would because it's got Sasha Colby. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, whatever. But like the other seasons that I've watched a few times, I I would never watch this more than once. I'm not like, I, yes, I like Sasha Colby, but I'm not, I'm not a diehard fan like there's some people in the room. She is. captivating so yeah now it's time what was it time for Cass you got a segment I got a segment you got a segment is it is it time for wait 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 wait. is it time for I mean I've got a lot of anesthesia that's gone through me and a lot of drugs and stuff but um when I'm in my state of not being able to remember things and not being able to remember things that uh, people do I ask the question What's she done be doing? 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 It's this week. What's she done be doing goes international. International. Who you got? Juice box. Juice box. Can you please refresh my memory? 
Juice Box. Okay, so Juice Box is season one, RuPaul's Canada. Wow. Yeah. She came wow, in that is 12th. And as Brooklyn Heights joke, she's the pork chop of RuPaul's Canada's Drag Race. Juice so, Box. Juice Box. So she's got, mm. she's a gamer. Um, she has 97.3K followers on Instagram. So she's. It's not bad. Relevant. It's not bad for like a, a Canada drag race person. And, but I think her gaming gets her, like her, 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 oh, Twitch, yeah, okay. her Twitch profile gets um, people over to her right. Instagram. So how right. she got her name was, yes. which you'll get this reference because I love this reference and I always refer to them as juice boxes. When Will and Grace and Karen refer Karen. To, yeah. When Karen, they're babysitting. Karen refers to wine as juice boxes. <laughs> to the juice box, yes. <laughs> so that's, and then she looked up juice box on the Urban Dictionary and it read a pussy full of cum. So she found it funny and she chose it as a drag <laughs> name. <laughs> that's too good. So she had been doing drag five years before competing and she revealed uh-huh. on her Twitch streams that she got a sword tattoo during production for the show after getting eliminated, representing the sword she bought along for the filming of the promo. She's holding a sword. Anyway, um, right. she revealed in her Meet the Queen segment that as a child, one of her nipples was burned and it had to be reconstructed with pigskin. Yes, fun facts. Um that she, would that would smell awesome when she was getting if she gets sunburned. It tastes like bacon. So she revealed on the first episode of Canada's Drag Race that she had been sober for two years at the time of filming. Um, and right. but people, but she said people cons- consequently stopped going to her shows because she wasn't drunk. So yeah, I don't know. Is she using that as an excuse to drink again? No. I don't think okay. so. It doesn't say that she's continued to drink again. Okay. Um, she's in a Spice Girls tribute band named Spice Queens with her fellow fellow Canada's Drag Race competitor, Priyanka. And she stated multiple mm-hmm. times that if she'd made it to Snatch Game, she would have played J. Cool, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Hot dogs. Anyway, dumbass. So you dumbass. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, Zach. I'm working on it. You dumbass. Oh, fantastic. So what's she dumpy doing for juice box? We followed her. I messaged her. She's not That's okay. Because I I messaged her and then I like it was only like yesterday. So I haven't really been super organized because I've been doing other things. But yeah, I have another what's she dumpy doing for. Saturday's episode because tomorrow is conspiracies. I will. I will endeavor to get one. Oh, there's plenty of them. Um, and yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Now it's time for our local drag shows. The Sydney local drag shows. We have Maxi Shield, the twenty seventh to the thirtieth of April, in the whole Tit and Caboodle at Fusebox Factory Theatre in Marrickville. Illawarra and Roxy Horror in Drag Queen Bingo every Thursday at the Illawarra Brewery at 7pm. Slayer on Saturday with Maxi Shield at the Oxford. Shows are at 8 and 9pm. 
Drink and Draw with a Drag Queen with the fabulous Wonder Mama the 28th of April at Dremoyne. We also have Kath and Kim Drag Bingo with Prada Clutch and Conchita Grande the 22nd and the tw uh, 22nd of April at North Scammeray and the 29th of April at Wenty Leagues. I'm Queer, get into it Thursdays 10pm at Universal with Space Horse, Eli Crawford and Tina Bickey. The Melbourne local shows every Tuesday 7.30pm at Drag Trivia at Evie's Fitzroy hosted by Abril Latrine. Drag bingo at Molly's Bar and Diner every Wednesday with Chef Miss J and Ruby Taboo. Balls drop from 8pm. And finally, we have Hey Henny at Circuit Thursdays from 9pm with a different cast each week. This week's cast is Fembot, XYZ, Crayola, Valencia and Eggs on Ham. Thank you, everybody, for being really patient with this episode. I'm, I'm sorry, but I ended up in the hostable. So if you want to think anything bad about us, I want you to think about that and then think bad about yourself. Oh, sorry. Right. Follow Juicebox Official on Instagram. Yep. That's okay. it. Juice, it's Juicebox Official, two X's. Sorry. Anyway. Cool. Sweet. Yep. And please hit like and subscribe on YouTube. Don't forget to hit the little bell for notification. Ah, yeah. Pop that one in. Uh -huh. See? This is what I did while I was in hospital, watch YouTube stuff, and I was listening to them. I'm like, we don't tell them to hit the bell. I knew, but I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. They're not going to hit, gonna hit the subscribe. They're not yeah. going to hit the bell. And hit like and subscribe. Thirty-one subscribers. True. Thirty-one. We got to thirty-one. We're over thirty. It's awesome. Mm. Maybe want to cry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. If you're listening to us through a podcast platform, please. Uh, leave a five-star review we deserve it because i've been in hospital yeah um you don't want to make me feel bad and give me three or four stars i've been in hospital i i need to pick me up um i personally would actually really would and this is going to sound really soppy but i would like to thank the doctors and nurses of ward 5c in northern beaches hospital especially the ones that looked after bed seven because i was in bed seven uh, and my doctor in particular, Dr. Pincott, who was just fantastic and um, it wasn't looking good there for a little while. And um, he made me feel a, a lot better just by his bedside manner. And the nurses were great. There was no nurse ratchet. There was a technically kind of not really one who kind of tried to throw me under a bus, but she was doing a job at the same time. That's for the next episode. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but she was great too. They were all great. And even when I was feeling at my most down, because I was obviously missing my wife and my dogs and I just wanted to go home, um, they were there. So Ward 5C, Northern Beaches Hospital. Well done. And um, and Haley, I actually want to thank you for holding down the fort and doing stuff because I was in no fit shape to do anything and you did a lot of the dirty work this week. So, cheers, love. Yeah, it's not great. It wasn't great. Mm -hmm. But in the – we won't do it on in the couple that's coming out, but next mm -hmm. week when we're back to filming normal, we'll talk through Drag Expo and what we're doing and – all the stuff involved with that and we'll give you a little bit of a rundown so you can come and see us have a chat i'm not very approachable but i'm gonna try and maybe with the boat i'll talk your ear off yeah like i'll look super happy um or i won't well she'll look, she'll look surprised to see you yeah that's yeah she'll be very surprised to see you on her face yeah. absolutely yeah but you know i'll talk your ear off i'm approachable i'm pretty easy to get along with 
just get it done. Come over, say hello, say how you doing, what you done be doing. Yeah, say what that, you done we'll, be doing. We'll answer it. Yeah, for for every person that Haley doesn't speak to, that's like three that I will. Yeah. So we just want to thank everybody for keeping up with us, and um, I'd like to thank out for the thank the people who actually reached out and wished me all the best. So, uh, until next time, which will be filmed tomorrow, um, you. You're going to hate us by the time we get back to regularly scheduled programming. Mm -hmm. Thanks for watching again. Bye bye. Bye.